Hello and welcome to From the Grandstands. I'm Daniel, your uh, host. I'm here joined with uh, Torben as always and uh, Adli. Uh, we are here in, in full squad this week after Chinese Grand Prix and uh, we are ready to talk about it basically, uh, chat about it, tell us, uh, tell you uh, our impressions and such. You know, race number uh, 1000, podcast number 7, numbers are growing up. I enjoy it quite a bit and uh, well, I enjoyed today's race as well. It wasn't as exciting as Bahrain, but uh, the strategy involved, it was interesting enough to, to keep me entertained <laughs> through this whole spectacle, so it wasn't that bad, really. Yeah, for me, I think uh, not every not every uh, race will be as exciting as Bahrain, like you said. Uh, every now and then, a race will be a game of strategy, or uh, it's not uh, overtake-centric. And we can see, cl- clearly see that uh, with today's race, because uh, the strategy game was so uh, prevalent, uh, pre- prevalent there. Uh, teams trying to figure out when do they want to pit, especially the, with Mercedes and uh, Ferrari, of course, uh, as well as Red Bull, and like you said, I think it's not exactly a good race, but it is not a bad race either. I enjoyed it as well, and race one thousand. So yeah. So anyone felt like this was something special? I for sure didn't. It was just like, yay! There's a number next to the logo, hype, cool. No, the race was. It was the bad, it was a really bad race when it comes to on-track action. But this strategy battles, yeah, didn't spice it up too much. It It's just kind of sad to look at the results, see them, the top six do, I don't know, one pit stop more than the others and still lap them. And yeah, please. Ferrari, fire all your strategy team. It was stupid. Yeah, I was... Well, they basically sacrificed Leclerc, so... <laughs> it, it was just that. And on the lap that he was actually starting to gain on Vettel, uh, he was asked to let him pass. Uh, and... Um, yeah, we all saw the, saw the next... Uh, uh, thing, and I don't know. Like I don't know about you guys, but I'm not uh, holding myself against against or for a fan base. So I don't get. Uh, I get why people are are upset at Ferrari, but I feel like people also forget they're playing the long game. Countless times, uh, Ferrari. At the start of the season, has said they will prioritize Vettel over Leclerc if it's necessary, and we can see that here. Vettel was gaining massively on Leclerc, and I don't know. Leclerc was sometimes fast, sometimes slow, but Vettel overall, if he got he got that third place, and uh, it's it so happens that Leclerc is uh, going to be the. Uh, going to be the sacrificial lamb but i don't know i don't i 
I get why Ferrari fans are mad, but I don't know. I don't feel that much retaliation. It's unacceptable, uh, quote unquote acceptable, but who knows really. So for me, it was quite obvious that uh, Vettel was the faster driver on this weekend. Uh, overall in the trainings and yeah come on i i daniel i told you um about this inconsistency that i expect from him and that was pretty obvious here because as soon as vettel got told to push he just gained two tens every lap so i don't think leclerc was up to speed with vettel this weekend but in the end it really didn't make a difference because I'm Ferrari just isn't a world title car. And yeah, so it's no point um just letting them really fight. And yeah, Verstappen was also pretty fast this weekend, but the strategy just completely screwed him over. And yeah, I think he would have been fourth place as everything would play out as we thought it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that nobody expected Mercedes to be so strong and they, you know, after Bahrain uh, especially, but uh, when it comes to engine, uh, Ferrari has power on the straights, but uh, Mercedes this year is more like a Red Bull. Uh, they just gain massively in the corners. And, well, the power unit isn't, isn't that bad on the straight either, so... I think that uh, they, they might have uh, they might have a better car uh, overall, uh, over Ferrari. Right now, at least. Well, we will see in... Uh, is Baku next? Yeah? Yeah, that is next. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so we will see there uh, what's, what happens and... Uh, well, as I said earlier, uh, it is still. Uh, I was uh, mostly talking, uh, like from the fan perspective, you know. I I just want to see racing, uh, but yeah, I can understand and I understand uh, that there is uh, more to it. Uh, there is long game. The season is long, and we will see uh, the the power of, of different teams really. <laughs> Five six races into this then maybe we can uh, draw some conclusions on this and uh, well uh, Renault looked good this weekend uh, and <laughs> they didn't look so good in uh, Bahrain for example so you know it's just total mishmash right now it's uh, something bounces up something uh, it's not bouncing up and, you know, it just, uh, well, it's a guessing game at this point, especially in, in in midfield and on the top as well, because it was uh, changing between uh, Mercedes and Ferrari this whole time. So we will just must, uh, you know, watch, uh, see what comes next. And uh, But I must say, I really enjoyed uh, that race, uh, 
because I developed my watching strategy. When there is nothing happening, I just look at the times and and uh, it excites me. So <laughs> this is a good thing. Yeah, I get that. I get what you mean. It's a good strategy as well. If there, uh, my rule of my rule is when the the first half you look at the screen, the second half you look at the timesheet because at that point, at the second half, there might be some moves, but most of it will be either tire management or basically gaining times. And fastest lap, of course, uh, were into play. Gasly was very much uh, taking advantage of that, getting the fastest lap. So that's a good uh, good call from Red Bull. And I think who else is of note? Alexander Alban, really amazing. Uh, started from pit lane, actually. Started from pit lane. He had a massive crash in FP3. Didn't go. Didn't went to qualifying. And having seen him from twentieth to uh, P ten, really amazing. Uh, driver of the day, and I can't agree more. Uh, after that, yeah, really strong performance from him today. And yeah, let's just say fifty percent. Of the Renaults look good, and the other fifty percent look good in the garage. Um, yeah, Kviat, Kviat, I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, yeah, just went full torpedo again. The thing is, I don't like the thing. I know you guys are going to say that, but Kviat getting the drive through is uh, understandable, but. I don't think it's, it's something. It's understandable, but it was harsh in my opinion because uh, he yeah, it was lost harsh. It. it was harsh because here's the thing: both McLarens was was on the outside. Norris had to correct his steering wheel as well as Kivia trying to correct his oversteer. Mm-hmm. For me, I think either a five second penalty or ten or five second penalty. Or a simple racing incident will be enough because I think no one was in was in uh, fault there. Kvyat didn't gain any. Kvyat didn't gain any uh, position. Uh, it was lap one, so I like I said. I feel it's harsh to give Kvyat a uh, drive to penalty, especially when it's he's he's when he retired on lap forty one. So yeah. I think giving lap one penalties are stupid in general because come on did we ram into them on purpose so yeah, I don't that's get the it. thing he's not he didn't he was trying to correct his oversteer and all went got down yeah and McLaren's were just unlucky to be there in the first place so uh, it, it just happens for me it was clearly a racing accident but uh, you know Whiting is not here anymore so <laughs> they can do I, they, uh, they, they can do whatever they want now so. sadly I guess it's true but come on they were three wide in the corner 
you remember another times like 2016 when that happened in China, where a certain Russian was involved too. You remember? Yeah, I, no, 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 I, I get it, I get it, I get yeah, what you mean. You see, like, yeah. like, no, here's the thing. Uh, it's lap one. It's everybody's vying for position. I don't think you can immediately went for drive through if it was that chaotic. If it happened like lap two or lap three, I can get it because the grid might have separated by then. But it's lap one. It it's what turn six, I think. It was turn six. Everybody was three wide or one way or another, trying to claw for position. It's just chaotic, and I feel the steward. I I wouldn't say forced, but they knew they had to do something like uh, at least put their foot down and say, "Whoa!" But I don't know. Again, not really much of an issue now since Kivyat retired as well. So that's that. Daniel, you want to talk about Williams now? No, or Kivitsa? I, I, I don't want to talk about shit, really. I, I think that we, we reached an agreement uh, last week that we won't talk about Williams. So let me just say uh, that it is utter garbage. Uh, results are as expected. Everything is working correctly uh, because nothing is working there. And that's all I have to say. Please yeah, but Kubica lost for in one lap. So, any idea why that happened? Uh, what happened? Uh, again, uh, he, he lost four seconds in one lap on Russell. Actually, I don't, know. I don't remember. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> really, I wasn't watching... Uh, their cameras you know that's that's the thing they have uh, different cars but uh, I think that I I don't know really uh, you know Williams is so <laughs> shit yeah it, it could be anything you know <laughs> do they really have two different cars because I don't think that's even legal no here's the thing Russell at one point was 12th or 13th. Yeah, you know that. he has space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like and, and, Russell, and Russell, was... Russell has space, definitely. Uh, the, yeah. the thing about uh, Kubica is that... Uh, I don't it, know. It's, it's, was... it's hard to measure because uh, it's hard to measure driver uh, when he's in an uncompetitive un car, you know? See Alonso, for example. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we can't know for sure if he is good, uh, and I agree, because he may as well be not in the form. Uh, so that's always a possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, now we see that. Okay, so uh, let's see who else. Another one that's really disappointing is Haas, really. No, like, they had pace, Bahrain, they were disappointing, yet Australia, they were good. 
I don't know, Haas, I don't know what, what are you doing? Magnussen was ninth, he dropped to 13. Uh, Gojong was 10th, he was, he dropped to 11th, and I just don't know what happened uh, with what happened with Haas. And on another note, let's see. Kimi Raikkonen in the other. Uh, and there's a lot of discrepancies between teammates, I swear to God. Uh, like, Kimi is ninth. Jovenazzi's 15. Uh, who else? I know this is going to be controversial. I expected Stroll to be around the 10th to 12th region, and I didn't. I expected as well. So I wouldn't say that much of a difference, but. Another thing is, I know, uh, like, I don't wish for drivers to have bad luck or anything. But seriously, Gasly, he he's been having a, like a hard time keeping up with the top five, uh, uh, especially when your teammate is fourth, twenty-seven seconds behind Hamilton, while he was what one minute and thirty, uh, one minute and thirty behind Hamilton. Of course, he was chasing the fastest lap, but still, what are you doing? He's not ready for Red Bull, and I don't think that yeah, he's yeah. that good, really. No, like, I think he he went up fast. Like, I get it why Red Bull had to promote him, because they were lacking drivers. But when you when can, when you can promote Kvyat back, who had been driving dri- driving for a for Red Bull? There's an alternative uh, stance there, but for now, I think Gasly was brought up too fast, and I think it's hurting him. He'll I I do believe he'll get it eventually, but for now, it's hurting him because one minute thirty behind. Even even with him chasing past the slap, is still never a good sign. And he was probably uh, hired uh, with a low cost, uh, probably to save money. You know, same same story with with Ricardo, I think. Uh, but yeah, and speaking of that. Uh, what do you think about Renault this year? Uh, was was Ricardo's decision good it, at at this point in time? What what do you think about it? Like, uh, is the Renault really that uh, Formula One point five uh, winning <laughs> team again or not? Yes and no. If the Renault the Renault is fast, but it's too inconsistent. Um, yeah, the Renault might be the better car long term, but I guess they don't have the managing structure in the F1 team. Cyril Abiterbull is just not the man to do it. I don't know why, but he clearly can't get the job done because he took a step backwards. Look at Sober, since Vasur came on, they always went forward. So, 
with the hope that someone else gets fired, maybe they could hire Claire Williams. I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. No, no. Please, <laughs> please don't. don't. Please don't. Um, I think for me, it's a good decision. Um, hear, hear me out. Uh, of course, it's still inconsistent. But when you're thinking about the long run, Having Ricardo, like currently he's finished seven. He he basically won F F one F one point five. If he can keep this up, we can see more upgrades and more development coming from Renault, both Hulkenberg and Ricardo. And talking about Hulkenberg, Renault did retire because of an engine issue, but mm-hmm. I do believe. Uh, originally, Sky assumed it was an IC problem or a, a, an electronic problem like what they had in Bahrain earlier. But I think I did see also Renault having, like, they retired Hockenberg to save their engine, basically. They don't want any more damage to it, so I think they're looking into it. But again, uh, Inconsistency is still up in the air. Uh, we haven't seen both Renault drivers uh, finish together. We only see Hulk on uh, Australia. Both drivers retire at Bahrain, and Renault with Renault with Ricardo in um, in China. Uh, Baku, I have no idea if they'll finally get their act together and get a double point finish because Hulkenberg has the pace, Ricardo has the pace. Uh, it's just a matter of time, really. In Baku, you will see Russell on podium. I'm calling that book it, lads. <laughs> hmm. Or not. <laughs> oh. That's that's some high stake right there. You can you can make a lot of money out of this if this works. It won't. <laughs> mm, what else was there? Was there no? Mm. Strong. Oh God. Nah. I I, I, I had I had high hopes. hopes. I had high hopes, and I still have some. Uh, yeah, but, but... I have, I have them, and people are quick to judge. He started sixteenth, uh, and he uh, of course had problems. Uh, I think, I think uh, Racing Point had a bit of a strategy hiccup. Uh, Paris and Stroll, uh, they were pitting. I think what was it? Uh, I think there was a problem with the pitting with the pit stops, but. Considering he gained four places, it's still a good sign. It's still a good sign. Uh, of course, uh, it's hard when you have Albon starting from the pit lane to 10th. But again, um, I still have hopes. Oh, it just clicked on me. I, I just remembered. Uh, so, the, the thing that you were asking me later... Before this, uh, so I think, at least from what I've heard, that uh, f- from casters, of course, 
um, that Kubica had problem in pits with front left tire, if I remember correctly, and I don't know if it was uh, mounted incorrectly somewhat. Uh, I don't think that's the case though, but I I know that he lost some time there in the pits. Yeah. But the rest is as expected, you know, the last uh, Williams and... <coughs> <coughs> but Raikkonen did really good on the other hand, in Sauber, 9 plays. Uh, it's whereas, called Alpha. Where, where Giovinazzi <laughs> is... Uh, yeah. He's... Uh, he's Giovinazzi. <laughs> Is Giovinazzi even good enough for F1? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Maybe he was good at the simulation driver, yeah, or development driver, reserve, what, whatever he was. Uh, but no, I, I don't think that he's uh, for this sport at least. He's overrated. Uh, yeah, that's for sure he's overrated and uh, he's nowhere uh, near as good as uh, Verstappen, for example. Uh, I think uh, Dio... I, again, I I know, I think, I think most, uh, the problem is with most of the new gens, it's a slow start. Um, of course, uh, uh, you can make a difference with Alban, uh, Stroll, if you can't Stroll, uh, Russell, Lando, you. Uh, every one of these drivers has has their own uh, style. Norris, of course, currently is, I think he's current, going to be ninth or somewhere around ninth, tenth, or eighth uh, because of his thing. Gio, uh, of course, I don't know, like, I think him not really racing, because remember, Gio only did simulation, uh, sim simulation work, not actually driving, uh, actual racing, to my knowledge, right? Uh, the, the last time he raced was Sauber, uh, 2017, so I think it hurts him a bit, because clearly we can see now that his, he is going to uh, learn a bit slower than the rest, essentially. <laughs> it is not necessarily about talent that much, but about learning and... Uh, I don't know, uh, adapting to this current F1 because it's uh, changing. Uh, so rapidly, and we still don't know what's going on in 2021 uh, because, yeah, yeah uh, apparently it's, it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, they should put a rule that Hamilton's aren't allowed to be in Formula One, and also, I don't want him in Formula 1 anymore. It's so, so fucking annoying that he's winning all the time. 
gekostet? I mean, uh, it wasn't as bad as in 2014 and 2015 so far. But come on, I don't want him to match Schumacher's records. And, yeah, they could also, yeah, well, after 2019, I don't think Sebastian Vettel will stay for 2021 anymore. Uh, just, I feel like Hamilton and Vettel aren't that fast anymore, like two or three years ago. Because if we had the Hamilton 2014, 2015, he would have been like 40 seconds ahead and i mean I, i don't think most people notice that but they aren't young and not that fast anymore mm -hmm. yeah this is like this shift in generations that is now uh currently going on you know we have lots and lots of rookies and uh some older people as well as some veterans and uh Are you excited uh, for this, for, for this uh, new, uh, for this new Formula One, for this new grid, or just? Hey, I, I, I said to myself earlier in the season that I'm excited for the new generation, but it'll come slowly because we're currently doing the transition uh, part of it. Uh, we still have Hamilton, Bottas, Vettel, etc. Right, so it's. I think it will transition to the new new generation, uh, maybe around twenty twenty one beyond. Because in twenty twenty, we can expect maybe Hamilton staying or Vettel staying or Bottas staying. So maybe some of the old uh, the starting to be older generations to stay a bit more than letting way for uh, letting way for the new generations to come. Uh, for Hamilton's streak, uh, like here's the thing. I want him to either match Schumacher's record or beat Schumacher's records. Because here's the thing. Uh, every generation has their own uh, idols. Lewis's maybe was Senna or Schumacher. Schumacher was, was maybe uh, maybe one of the older generations from the 60s or 70s. Um, like, or maybe even the 80s. Uh, every generation has their own idols and I think Uh, with Schumacher holding it for so long, I really want to see like what if there is someone that can match his uh, stats, and I feel like Hamilton will be able to do so. So I think I want to see Hamilton to do it, and to see Mercedes being Mercedes uh, since 2014 to possibly. Uh, probably 2021 when the regulation changes is mouth-watering to see because I don't know I just like see I 
uh, it's a interesting thing to see for release. I, I just don't like Hamilton. Hamilton, so <laughs> uh, that that's why I'm so biased uh, against him uh, usually. Uh, because well, I don't think that he is a, a good person to uh, to idol, really, to to look up as an example of a good living because he is uh, basically a winning child with uh, a talent. That's all. <laughs> that's my opinion, at least. I don't think that he is a good uh, racer uh, in the terms of mentality, and I will always, always tell you that because uh, I don't know for me the racing is all about these people that are absolutely passionate about it and are just into it so much and Hamilton is just <laughs> yeah well I can do this I can do that after my after this and after that and I just I don't like this uh, um, personally I just like uh, seeing this pure racers you know when there is like uh, when i don't race i'm sad and you know uh, this this kind of attitude i just like this uh, personally and hamilton is totally opposite <laughs> to, to my uh, view on that don't we already have the role models for the new generation. We, I'm 100% sure the drivers in 20 years will say Vettel, Hamilton, Alonso are their idols. Maybe Button, but um, Hamilton, I admire his racing talent. But um, you, come on, when I heard best fans again today, I was just <laughs> like, oh, shut up again. Not this. I know you you don't mean it. He, he just doesn't mean it when he says something about racing. He always calls, if I can say it like that, for media attention um, because he commented under the incident on Instagram. Maybe one of you saw that. And that's the point again. He's just, I feel like now he's just using Formula One as a stage to build up his post-Formula One career. And the Alonso's, the um, Vettels don't do that. Sure, Alonso still does racing, but Alonso does it because he loves it. And Vettel, do we really know anything about him personally? So does he really have an on-screen personality or do, do we know anything private about him? No, because no. he's he's the person who um, shelters himself from all the media stuff. And... Yeah, Hamilton's just using Formula One by now. I feel no, buddy. I I have to agree uh, to disagree with you there. Here's the thing. I don't. I am not a Hamilton fan. I am especially. I am not really. I was a fan of a lot of drivers, but now as time grows, I feel like. My stance is I want every driver to succeed in their own rights because the thing with bias is it clouds it clouded your perspective. You're basically saying something from one perspective and having that neutral stance where 
you don't particularly like anyone or like you don't you only want everyone to at least succeed in one way or another with hamilton i think like like not everyone is a hamilton not everyone is a battle not everyone is an alonzo and not everyone is a button everyone is unique in their own rights comparisons are dumb in a way that when bias is thrown in i respect hamilton because when you consider how he got into formula one you you are looking at someone who rose to the top immediately in 2007 he only misses the championship because of a stupid mistake in china then 2008 his second year he did it so maybe he's one of the most on-screen on-screen driver in f1 of all time especially during the new information era and globalization but i think like you said of course he's building his um maybe post formula 1 career anytime soon but with that with that in mind he is using it to the absolute best he i think he does care about racing as much as people do because here's the thing when you don't you when you are not passionate about racing what makes you a racing driver you're talking about someone who's um whose idol is Senna arguably what many people before him or with or his peers are is his idol and now maybe some younger drivers are actually looking up to Lewis Hamilton of course his glamour uh, glamorous personality or his saying of best fans and whatever it can be a bit bragging or disrespectful to some but i think for me it's a way of a way uh, from him to say thank you because saying best fans to to the to the people that attend the races is well logical you're looking at the fans who uh, who are willing to uh, who are willing to spend the, this amount of money to spend time in another country or another town to see this drivers racing around and circuits you can't deny that hamilton calling calling them best fans just for the heck of it they call him they call uh, he called them best fans because they are best fans they are the people who are who will who are willing to uh, dedicate their lives to f1 and seeing people who dissing hamilton about um oh he's to this he's to that when uh, of course like when vettel has his own flaws every like again every driver is unique and every driver can't be comparable to one another when they have their own stature so for me 
I respect Hamilton, I respect Vettel, I respect every driver on the grid because they are racing drivers and they, they're just that, they're racing drivers, their personalities, they're someone who we can relate on and that's that, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I get that point, but uh, well, that means that we are the best fans too. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, at the same time, uh, I respect him, as you said, uh, as a driver, because uh, he's good, he's talented, and uh, you you don't win five championships like that. Uh, but, well, I, I, I think that I just don't like uh, showmanship in Formula 1, it just doesn't click to me, and that's my main... Uh, hiccup with him really. Yeah, I I, I, I don't really care about, you know, his race and I don't know, color of his skin or whatever. Uh, It just doesn't make anything like, it it doesn't mean anything bad for me, (laughs) because it's just a thing. Uh, But uh, yeah, I I just like, I don't like, uh, sorry, this uh, showmanship. Uh, you know, it's it's not Hollywood, and I I I just prefer that bare bones racing, and yeah, just like uh, like Vettel is doing, no media, uh, and I I prefer this type of of person. I respect him, but I don't understand his decisions, and uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone across, so I I get that I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. And these dramas in the past, you know. <laughs> so that, that's that's my main uh, that, that's that's my only problem with him that he's uh, so bright, you know. He's the star, he's the man, but he's uh, so bright. In my opinion. So. Uh... Are we continuing or do we want to end? Uh, do we want to uh, do something? I don't know, Torben, do you have anything uh, on your mind? Mm, let me have a think. Mm. One thing I really liked about the race, the race wasn't all bad. I really liked the battle between Verstappen and Vettel on track because that's what I want to see in Formula 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was nice. It didn't work yeah. out in the end, but it was uh, nice to watch when it lasted. But here's the thing. Uh, again, uh, one more thing. For Tappen is four. For ta- uh, uh, barring any gap in between, for Tappen is fourth. Uh, I got a uh, for Tappen finish fourth. Mm-hmm. And Gasly finished sixth in Red Bull Honda, and now currently they are uh, let me check. they are third in constructors. The closest uh, of okay now Mercedes is one hundred and thirty, Ferrari seventy three, uh, Red Bull is fifty two, Renault is twelve. Renault is equaling no, I should say Alfa Romeo is equaling Renault. 
so good milestones for Honda in general. And again, people had doubts of how Honda will be able to uh, to uh, perform with Red Bull, but but again, when we we see this from uh, Toro Rosso and um, from Toro Rosso and and Red Bull, they're going they are going upwards, and I'm I'm happy to see that. Yeah, everyone was just expecting uh, Ferrari to to match Mercedes, uh, but it looks like Honda is just catching. <laughs> I wouldn't reality, say Honda so... is catching because uh, again, uh, Leclerc is more consistent than Gasly, uh, but we can see a bit of a close up uh, in the future. But what I'm afraid is from. F one, uh, from the the from the top three to the to the rest. Again, I, w- I have to say, Ronald and Alfa Romeo are in twelve points compared to Red Bull Racing's fifty two points. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's 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 still a race a race. Uh, it still get to be covered in a race. But let's say Max is fifty. Uh, Max is fifty. Uh, Red Bull getting fifty Max. Or and we're getting fifty max. It's still a this decent gap, so it's worrying from Renault. They need to get something forward. But I think that's it for me. <laughs> What's the problem with the one point five in Formula One Championship? It's reliability. Yeah, it's trial reliability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone after testing, we were just expecting this to be not an issue, and it looked like it. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> there are teams that just have shit uh, car all together, and there are teams that are having troubles, like Renault and uh, Ferrari. Mm, because oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just remembered it. Uh, Leclerc had a problem with something in the second uh, half of the he, race. No, 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 no. Uh, Leclerc, Leclerc did report something had gone wrong with his gearbox, but it was immediately uh, denied by Ferrari. Huh. All right. So I don't think there was anything wrong. He just needed an excuse because he wasn't as fast as Vettel. But um, that's just my opinion. Mm. Well, at the time we we don't know, so I think that uh, that is uh... yeah, that's fair enough. It's it it might be a case. It is a case probably. Uh, you know, nonetheless, the jump, the the leap, basically, from Sauber to Ferrari in one year. Uh, yeah, Bahrain was unfortunate, but uh, it was his track, and uh, I expect him to catch Vettel, but. Uh, like you said, Iron, and I agree with that. Uh, not that soon. 
Yeah. Come on, we can all see that Leclerc is going to overtake Hammer and Anvil in the end. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time because they're getting older. And yeah, I, I, I told you last time, their career ends are on the horizon. So uh, I don't think they will be caught this season. But in the next two to three seasons, Leclerc, Verstappen will catch them. And there's no way of avoiding that. And well, I think that we emptied that one. <laughs> we, I think that we discussed everything that was uh, to discuss uh, about this race 1000, you know, hype and all. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's the thing, you know, Hamilton will be always remembered because he won a 1000 race. So. He will be remembered because he won five titles, not because he won a race which basically was a number and not a different race. Well, if, if uh, we uh, can live uh, through a race 1100, then we will remember it. Uh, because, you know, it's anniversary and, and all that, so... Uh, every 100 races, someone will point that out, I'm sure. And, I can't and lo- wait. Long after Hamilton is gone, uh, people will talk that he would be better than someone in this situation. <laughs> when when Formula 1 will be like, I don't know, uh, engines we 20 and, or something like that. Uh... Yeah, but uh, I think that we discussed everything that was to discuss. I must say that I enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh, having full team is nice, and <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm glad that we were here in full squad uh, this afternoon, and I will see you next week, I guess. Yep. Is there a race next week? Uh, Two weeks from now. Mm, ah, no, God damn it! I don't think so. No, it is not. We have to wait. So, <laughs> yeah, we wait then. <laughs> See ya next week.